Hey everyone, I'm Sean. And I'm Tiff. And today on the Random Division, we are talking about Season 16 of The Bachelorette, starring our new Bachelorette, Tasha. Yeah. Episode 5. I got it together this week. Yep. Yep, you look like it. <laughs> <laughs> Lounging. I think we might lose you halfway through here. Very No notes today, Tiff. No. You took no notes. You just watched. I watched and then I didn't watch sometimes. Yeah, you tuned out a little bit. It was a good episode. I found it It was very fantastic. funny. I um I really liked it. So what did you like about it? Um, I like that we are finally starting to develop some characters. So we have you know, we have the guys as we've known them. We didn't get to know them at all when Claire was Bachelorette, unfortunately, because she was so focused on Dale. We didn't really get to see the other guys. And then Tasha, we just got introduced to Tasha last week, and she has been making an effort to really get to know each of these guys. But in the meantime, she's also, um, because I think she is such a... Uh, great bachelorette and and the guys are very into her or at least they're pretending to be most of them are um not a dig on Tasha. that's more just like i don't know if we can trust these guys or not that now we're starting to see the claws come out and so we have we know we have frenemies we have the goofy guy we have the nerdy dude and we have a couple guys that just don't want to physically get hurt, which is interesting. And um, yeah, we're just starting to see who these people are. I love it. It was very entertaining. So you said Tasha's a great bachelorette. I think she's a great bachelorette because she is, she, she's first of all, honoring the system and the rules. Okay. Um. So like by, like for example, she's not letting herself get Well, first of all, she's not letting herself get attached to one guy immediately. Okay, rule number one for Bachelorette. Don't get attached to a guy immediately. Which Claire Claire broke that rule week one. Um, So so we're seeing her form connections with multiple people, which is the aim of the game. Like, she's supposed to be dating all of these people. She has to get to know all of them. Mm -hmm. So she's making out with multiple guys. She's kissing multiple people. She's getting to know them on a different level. And... That's the way that it's supposed to be played. But then on the other hand, she's also not really tolerating any of the... She's allowing the drama, but not tolerating it at the same time. I don't know how to explain that. Like, she's... like For example, there was a moment when Bennett wanted to steal her away immediately as soon as they sat down for a group date. Uh Uh-huh. And she was like, um, can I say hi to everybody first? And, <laughs> and, and by then, hi, she meant, can I make the requisite toast that I have to make before right, like we there's do like, anything? I have to do this toast before we start anything. You can't just immediately ask me right as soon as we sit down. That's not how this works. So she did the toast that she was supposed to do. And then afterwards, somebody else came and said, hey, can I talk to you? And she was like, yeah, sure. Yep. And then Bennett was like, oh. That's so that's some that's some Claire scar tissue. Because that first group date, when she gave the toast and then no one did anything, Bennett was the one who was 
who was like, oh, well, let's go talk. <laughs> and then suddenly he's eager to talk to her. And he's like, do you want to go talk now? And Tasha's like, wait, no, you have to wait for me to do the thing I'm supposed to do before we can talk. Right. There's a Do you think Claire format. watched that and thought like, what the hell? She's getting, Tasha's getting asked to hang out with them before she even has to do the toast. She gets pre-toast invites. Claire, there's no way Claire is watching this. Um, she's so uh, she's, busy. She's so busy. Um, what else makes her great? So she doesn't take, she also, so she told Bennett off, she didn't tell him off, but she kind of like, she explained, set the rules and followed them. She did the same thing to Ben at the end of the episode when Ben asked her to talk for a couple minutes and she's kind of scolded him too and said, I wrote this down, Ben, the night's over. (laughs) And Ben had this whole elaborate plan that he was going to be the last one. I think he was like, we're going to get we're going to get fresh drinks and have a nightcap. And I'm going to be the last person she talks to before she gives the group rose, because his entire thing was to get the group rose. Right. Which so is that was another good moment for Tasha, just to kind of be like, no, I, you, it's yeah. too late. And she also, I think, said to him, I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't step up and want to talk to me earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's very good at vocalizing her opinions, her feelings, her thoughts. And when I say she's following the rules, it's not necessarily necessarily that I think, um, you know, she has to be this, uh, like, very uptight bachelorette. It's more that she respects the format for the flow of television and the, and the way that the show was designed, and she just kind of allows for it. Now, in shows... In previous shows, we've noticed that The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, the lead, has always sort of gone outside of the box. So whether it was hopping a fence and like whatever, if if whether it was not choosing anybody at the end at all or um, changing up the way that the dates play out changing up the way the evening date portion plays out like there's always been somebody the last like four seasons five seasons that has just done it their own way and right now i know we're only on week two Mm -hmm. but she's been like nope we're gonna do it the way that the bachelor is set up we're gonna follow the itinerary and i don't know if it's even her intention to do that but I will say it makes for great television because what it allows for is now we get to see these characters develop and we get to see the tensions uh, increasing between the tension increasing between these different characters. Right. Because I guess any, any good story characters at some point are told no. Yeah. And so Tasha's is telling some of them, no, right. I'm not going to go off with you. Because you had some plan. And extend the night, and then everybody's in a bad mood. Yep. Or, no, Bennett, I'm not going to just wander off with you in your robe because you asked me to go away with you before I gave my toast. When I haven't given the toast yet. Yeah. Yep. So you, I think the other thing that I like about Tasha, and this kind of, this is going to go to one of the things I wanted to talk about because it was a big part of the episode, was last season, pre-Claire, so the last actual full season of The Bachelor was Pete the Pilot. Mm-hmm. And Pete the Pilot's biggest issue was he could not manage the conflicts and the 
issues between women in the house and he fed and he fed it mm-hmm. like oxygen to a fire he just kept feeding into it and everything it all just blew up in his face Tasha with Ed and Chasen at least felt like she approached it kind of dealt with it but made it pretty clear to both of them that she wasn't going to put up with it much longer. I know she gave them both roses, but if that was well, Pete the pilot handling that... she made it clear that she wanted them to deal with it themselves. Right, because what... Right, because if this was Pete, if this was Peter, he would have put them both together with her there. Yes. And created this entire situation where they're yelling at each other in front of her. Right. Which is... Kind of right. Is that what happened with Peter? That's typically that's typically what happens. Not that wasn't specific to Peter. That happens a lot. That's happened a lot on these shows. Yeah, but this is the most. Re- I mean, Peter's the most recent person, right. and he and he was notably horrible at dealing with it. And he had a lot of women, I think, who just already skewed that way as far as creating drama. So your thoughts, Ed and Jason, don't confuse me with Jason. AKA Superman. Nope, never mind. Wolverine. I'm Wolverine. <laughs> and what what did you think about that entire that entire thing what between a the two of them? Roller coaster. So, and I say roller coaster because on there was one moment when I was like, okay, I kind of see Jason's point, and then there was another one where I was like, I am Team Ed. Get and him, then, Ed. <laughs> yeah, you, you go, him. Ed. You, you then, wet-eyed. Mouth breathing, John Cusack. Yeah, get and then I got to a point where I was like, "Wait, both of you dudes suck." <laughs> and, then, and then I was back on Team Ed, and then I was like, "No, both of you suck again." I mean, Jason lost me with the smoke show comment. I was like, "You keep mentioning that she's a smoke show, like you invented this word," and I loved that you you referred to it as. I think Jason just went on barstool. And was just like, oh, this is another word for hot. I'm just going to use this. Yep. We made it about 90 minutes into the show before I realized. I think we might have been in the wrestling date, which we'll also maybe touch on a little bit. Jason is 32 years old. Yeah, he's too old to be acting the way. Far too old to be calling himself a comic book character as a nickname. And calling girls smoke shows as a point of like... I could come up with adjectives, and then as Bennett described, Bennett told us, it, it's actually a noun. It wasn't even and, an adjective. <laughs> hilarious. It was a noun. Yeah, well, Bennett, <laughs> Bennett needed to, Bennett needed to uh, re-up his intellectual okay, game after his let's just go ahead and disaster. talk about Bennett and get it out no, of no, the way. No, no, we're saving it. Let's stick on, just stick with Ed and Jason for, for a moment here. So, basically, the whole thing is, Ed believes that Jason is the guy not there for the right reasons. Ed calls him an actor over and over again. I don't know that that's true. I, Jason has a legitimate job. He's like an IT, say he's an IT executive director or director. I mean, you can't trust any of these monikers. Okay. Okay. Do you did you get a sense that he was an actor though, or that there was? No, I think Ed is calling him an actor by saying like saying that he's a fraud or a not. He's like not genuine yeah ed's doing the jpj ed's doing what um jpj did to who was that guy God, who Bat- was that guy i can't remember but remember the whole thing was you're here 
to meet other girls and to get Instagram followers and have people listen to your podcasts and yes. all that stuff. Oh, he did it to the guy who looks like the dude from The Office. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, he looks like Jim from The Office. Yeah. And so Ed's whole thing is Jason isn't here for the right reasons. He's kind of, Ed kind of calls him a little bit of a meathead. He can only come up with a few adjectives to describe Tasha. There's a lot of cliches that he's using that he used with Claire. Um, and Jason feels like he is being betrayed improperly. Because Jason is an portrayed. idiot and doesn't realize that there's a difference between the word betrayed know, and he's portrayed. And he, can, and he uses it over and over again improperly. Um, yeah. That- he then decides to use the term. And there was a there was a great interaction between the two of them where uh, he said, yes, I something along the lines of, yes, I had feelings for Claire, but I'm allowed to feel like to have feelings for Tasha as well. I pivoted. He used the term term pivoted, pivoted. which is a kind of like I watched Silicon Valley on HBO. Very funny show. And that's kind of a term that gets used all the time. If a company is going down a road that's not great, they realize they need to change their plan. They they use the term pivot. And Chasen is sitting here as an IT (laughs) IT guy. Like we will. I just pivoted. You don't. That's not the word you use when you're talking about other people. That's like a strategy term. It's a Ross Geller term. It's a, and, and when you're moving furniture in New York, maybe a couch, and your name is Ross Geller. I I came out like you did, not liking either, either of them. Either one of them. Ed, right. I found Ed to be more annoying because Jason, at least when Tasha confronted him, realized, okay, I should just go talk to Ed and try to squash this. And Ed continued to poke and prod and be like, no, this you, you, you're well, not here, and you're a meathead, and you're a you're well, a fraud. Chasen's way of like, we need to squash this was to to rank superior to Ed, and Ed wasn't having it. In what way? I mean, he called. He just he he went over and he was like, can we just talk? And he apologized. Chasen kind of apologized. Oh, he did. I didn't hear the apology. Yeah, they. He pulled him out and they were standing outside and then they started bickering again because Ed. Yeah, and then the guys had to come over. Then Zach C came over. And Zach C said the phrase that we all wanted to hear, which was, I could care less. Yep. Wait, is the phrase. Which is not the right phrase. Hold on. (laughs) It would be, I could not care less. Yeah, it's, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. I wonder which one he said. I don't know. I like Zach. I think he probably, although, other than the fact that he looks like a. A, uh, like a shriveled up Nick Vial, which he, is your call. Yeah. But I just, I feel like Chasen at least tried to move on and Ed didn't let it happen. And, um, and it comes to, it comes down to the wrestling date and typical bachelor, bachelorette taking a beef in the house and then turning it into the centerpiece of a date. And in this case, a wrestling date where they are pairing guys off and they are legitimately wrestling. They are legitimately wrestling. I had so many questions about this. Well, ask some of them. Maybe they, I can well, answer. Okay. So <laughs> they have a they have the rose ceremony and then Ed and Chasen both get roses. They get the last two roses. I did not think they'd both get roses. Very surprised. Then they go to a group date. This entire season 
has been all messed up order-wise because Claire, God damn it. Because Claire, like Claire we had a rose ceremony the- in the middle of this episode. It was the first rose ceremony that we've had in November. We had an election for president more recently than we had a rose ceremony. And so Ed and Jason get roses along with a bunch of other guys. And the date is a wrestling match in a cage with all the other guys watching and other people they had other people yeah, there. That I, I just that I gotta stop notice. you right there whenever Chris Harrison says you're gonna do this in front of a live audience you just know that their faces have to fall because they realize the live audience is always gonna be their competitors yeah it's like, gonna be everyone else like the roast the had the same thing at the La Quinta yep producers and then the competitors yep it was a week it was a week live audience um however I, I I wondered if they'd have more people just because they they keep bringing in people yeah, like they had Ashley Wells was there, I. and Ashley I and Jared were there tonight. Okay, so they get trained how to fight by two UFC uh, female fighters. Great, great. First thing I wonder: how long did that training go for <laughs> what they were asked to do? <laughs> was afterwards? it just like a quick twenty-minute review? Uh, <laughs> they were they were like crawling around and doing like kind of squat moves. They were not learning how to actually wrestle. And I don't know if UFC is. I don't. You don't know if UFC is what? This is going to be good. <laughs> ultimate fighting? Well, it's. I know ultimate fighting. I know what it stands for. But I don't know. Is it really compared? So when I think of wrestling, I think of like high school state championship. Like Greco-Roman grappling. I didn't even know what that was. That, that was the phrase for it. But yeah, that's what I think of. Because those are the only wrestling matches I've ever been to were the ones in high school. Yeah. So th- that's the style of fighting I think of. Yeah, they, that was not the type of fighting that they were they were doing. They also weren't doing UFC because UFC you can like punch and kick and yeah, it's more be brutal. much more violent if you want to be. There's guys who aren't, I guess. I don't really watch a lot of UFC, but they had UFC tr- people there. So automatically you're kind of getting these guys ramped up, being trained by world champion female UFC fighters. I don't know how much training they got. Um... Then, so they get trained during that, during the day. It's all fun and games. Everyone's having a grand old time, except for Ed. Ed, I think Ed could take kind of, Ed kind of knew this is going to, we're going to have to fight each other. <laughs> you can tell the whole yeah. time. Like, oh, Jason's here. I'm going to have to fight Jason. So Chris Harrison comes out and drops the bomb. You're going to fight in front of a live audience. And they are fighting a, like in a, in a Chain link fence. It's like chain link fences around it. It's. It was probably like the tennis court or something. It's like Fight Club. <laughs> it looked like it's probably a tennis court. So my other question was, what were they... The, the surface did not look like it was a surface you'd want to have your body thrown down I onto. agree with that. I didn't see mats. No, it was not mats and it was not bouncy. It wasn't like yeah. they were on something that underneath was like a um, when you watch gymnastics. Yeah, somebody got their knees skinned a little bit which is kind of like a minor boo-boo if you really think about it I mean it's not worth like crying over or anything but I would still be pissed if I skinned my knee when I'm 32 years old if I scrape my knee on the ground and have bruises on my back because I had to get into some stupid fight with someone for no good reason Tiff it is for love I would be so mad I actually this was where I was I was laughing and making fun of Ed for going to Chris Harrison and saying he had some kind yeah, of you're like... You're really getting to the end of it here. Yeah, because we got we to gotta move this along. But like he... 
he, so yeah, so Ed's Ed has to face Jason. There's all this buildup. Clearly, this surface does not look safe to get your face pounded into. And there hadn't been really any severe injuries other than a minor scraped knee. But a lot of these guys, I think, are more athletic than Ed. And for him to... (laughs) I don't know why he waited so long. I would have just said proactively, like, hey, there's no mats. We're not wearing helmets. Like... I'm going to go ahead and say no to this because I have like a shoulder thing and I don't want to. I mean, Bennett already did that. Yep, Bennett did it earlier. We'll get we'll get Bennett's on the table. Don't worry. We're going to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah. So so I don't think that there was any reason that Ed had to delay him going to Chris Harrison and explaining that he couldn't participate in this ridiculous physical challenge. Yeah, you. Yes, you've gotten ahead of the because I wanted to also just talk about the date in general. And the and the fighting was ridiculous. They had they had the guys were all like in little spandex. Tasha had an a brush and was brushing all of them with oil yeah. <laughs> before they went out as some sort of safety precaution, maybe like that well, they couldn't grab each other lubri- as firmly. Right. It would. But they lube- were still slamming each other into the ground. Some of them whatever. were. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was kind of like ridiculous. I wonder what Yosef would think. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> um, and then we get to the matches. So we have. I asked this while we were watching because it seemed insane. So we got we have Doctor Joe, mm-hmm. who before the matches said, um, "What worries me is we have former NFL players here." <laughs> he, he played volleyball, and he, he was like, "I am an I was an all state or like all conference volleyball player in high school." I think it was in college. And he has to fight easy. And then they have Brendan and Jordan fight. I'll tell you what, we don't have any weight classes in this, apparently, because Joe and Brendan seem like a perfect fighting match, and easy and Jordan would have been great. Spencer and Ben fight to a tie. Um, Ben is a ranger. I think he should be a little bit embarrassed that he lost to a lax bro and Spencer. Hmm. But we'll, maybe, maybe that's, uh, maybe he can... We can get there later. Um, and then Ed and Chasen, of course, have to fight. And Ed bails and says he has chronic shoulder separation. That, that was the phrase. Yeah, yeah. Which I've never heard before. And I'm sure a lot of people Googled and got very few results. I know if you separate your shoulder once, it happens more often. It's just like breaking a collarbone. Yeah, but I it's just like want to know things. what his history is athletically that that's a thing for him. I don't know. But Spencer, I think Spencer said it best. He's got glamour muscles. He's, I mean, Ed is just a nerd who has lifted weights. <laughs> um, and that can kind of bring us to Ed's best friend in the house, Harvard graduate. Bennett. Bennett. The other nerd. The other nerd. With glamour Bennett, muscles. Bennett knows that Ed scored a perfect 16 or a perfect 800 on his math uh, SAT test. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that Ed and Bennett sit around talking about how smart they both are. I cannot remember the last person I have told my SAT scores to. I don't remember my SAT scores. And I will tell you this much. If I met someone for a week, I would not tell them. And if they asked me, that would be pretty much the end of me talking to them. Like, why are you asking me what my SAT scores are? Well, I mean, do you remember what yours are? I remember mine were above average. Yeah, I remember what mine are. Oh, you do? Yeah, but I... I remember my verbal. I don't remember my math. 
I'm, mine were almost identical, so that's part of the reason uh, I remember. Okay. But it just it struck me as so strange that Bennett referenced Ed's SAT scores in in a in a in a ITM defensive ad. Let's talk about Bennett and his performance on this episode, which was very at the very heavy at the front. What do you want to say about Bennett? Um. Well, they had the they had the the smart state. The smart state. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Yeah, oh, so because how smart you were. They had the grown ass man date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just like the first part of that date was a general quiz, and the quiz had some math word problems and some spelling issues. Sorry, not issues. Some spelling issues. <laughs> spelling challenges. Yeah. I think there was one spelling. It was like a spelling bee kind of. Or yeah. A- so he called out one of the questions as being poorly worded. And then he got the answer wrong when everybody else got it right. Or at least it appeared that way. No, it's an, he got it wrong. He did get it wrong. But I don't know how many other people around him got it right. It looked like a lot of people got it right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's just like some some math word problems, you know, related to how many roses would she have if she gave such and such rose and such, you know, it was one of those. And then there was like a time, you know, maybe he's not good with clocks. I don't know. I don't know what at Harvard he's good at, but he didn't come off well. (laughs) Also, there was no it seemed like Ashley and Jared were just reading the questions really quickly. And I know they showed all the other guys got it right, but if you are someone who needs to sit down and like read something for an extra minute, you're you're gonna look like an idiot no matter how. Yeah, but smart that's not the Harvard you way. You should hear it once and answer it. Okay. I I think there are a lot of people that were embarrassed. A lot of Harvard grads embarrassed tonight by Bennett. Yeah, probably. Not a great showing. Not a great especially showing. Especially in the first fifteen minutes. It's okay. He ends up winning because the final challenge is that you have to make breakfast or any meal. He I also guess. bailed out of the physical challenge as well, just like his buddy Ed. Right. He didn't because he's got an old football one. knee injury. He couldn't. He couldn't he do the. He described it though, like oh, I got an old football. <laughs> like he described it the like the old gimpy knee. <laughs> like, he oh, described the it in a way. I think there's some weather coming in. I can feel it in my knee. <laughs> but no, it was more like the way he emphasized it being a football thing. Like, of course, I'm a Harvard man and I played football. Yeah, me and the Leatherheads run around Harvard it's Stadium. So ridiculous. So, so yeah. So he doesn't participate in the physical challenge, which was dumb anyway. And I mean, I. I'm so glad I'm not a guy because participating in some of these physical challenges, which there's plenty of them for every single date, especially group dates, I would just laugh myself off the screen. I'd be like, I'm out of here. I'm not I'm not doing I'm not going to injure myself on national television. So Bennett takes the high road and is like, I'm not going to participate in this ridiculous physical challenge. I've had a previous football injury, which maybe is made up. Who knows? And then everyone assumes he's not going to be a really good contender to win the grown man. Grown ass man. Challenge because he didn't do very well. He, He missed a lot of questions in the quiz round. He didn't participate in the physical challenge. And then the final challenge was breakfast in bed, as I was trying to get to earlier, which is you have to make some kind of dish 
for Tasha in a bed that's staged and bring it to her. And I really, they didn't show any of these, they did not show them making these things. So Bennett, he comes, he shows up in a robe. It looks like he's not wearing anything underneath. His tray has four freshly prepared beignets, a mimosa, not a mimosa. He has like some kind of smoothie and then another beverage. I'm not quite sure what it is. I think the smoothie smoothie had avocado in it. Cause I remember him asking her if she liked avocado. Anyway, it would look like a very healthy meal on one side. And then it had four beignets. And he was like, I know, I don't know what he said to her. I know you like donuts, but I made you like a fancy donut, which is a beignet. And she was like, I'm bougie and he's bougie. We'll mm-hmm. get along just fine. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's what I like or something like that. Right. And then he ends up winning the, the challenge. He ends up, yes, he is the grown-ass man winner. Because he did this big gesture. I mean, he even got into bed next to her and ate one of the beignets with her. We also don't necessarily know how long the, that, like, the stuff that Bennett looked like he was bad at in the classroom. There were three questions that he got wrong. We have no idea. That could have been, like, 10 questions each and they picked out the three that he got wrong right and made him look and other people probably got other wrong other ridiculous ones wrong too but they didn't show it right so like that could have been all been cut up and whatever so bennett is picked by taisha with the help of ashley i and jared who showed up (laughs) well i mean they probably are local just like wells whatever they're awful go away both of them go That's away. Fine. I don't. I don't like them anymore. Um, yeah. So Bennett is a grown ass man, and Ed is the winner of the Man Child Award because it's... he just couldn't quite hack it in any of the events, and has to carry a baby around that he named Carlos, and he named him Carlos very quickly, which I thought was kind of funny. I wish he had named him Dale. That would have been. Yeah, I think too. the guys were over saying Dale's yeah, name. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I think it would be funny if there was a baby named Dale in the house. <laughs> I think that would have been funny. Um, and then, so I guess the other piece of the wrestling date that kind of carried over to the end of the episode was because Ed did not fight our friend, our mustached man, mm-hmm. Noah, who was not on the date. Oh, yeah, I forgot offers, about this. Offers himself to he fight Chase. He hops the fence, fights Chase in his jeans, and earns his way into that group date. He didn't beat Chase in. Chase no. wins. He wins the world fighting oh, Chasen, championship. Chase right. was uh, picked the winner of that fight, and then somehow they just named Chase the winner of the whole thing instead of having them continue to fight each other they each fought one time and they just yeah and then he got like the big belt which is stupid you got the big belt but chris harrison promised the winner extra time with taisha and we never saw that extra time right got it or not good Um, thing you didn't because he is horrible yeah so taisha decides to invite noah on the night part of the date because he jumped a fence for her yes a lot of callbacks in this episode we had the so she said, you jumped a fence for me, which is funny because, do you want to explain why it's funny? Well, because she was on Colton season, which 
the only exciting thing that happened on Colton's season was that he jumped a fence to flee Bachelor Nation because he didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, when she was on the premises. She was still on the premises when that happened, yeah. He jumped a fence to get away from Taysha. Well, technically it wasn't Taysha. It was to get away from... It was to chase... It was to get away from everybody and his feelings. Right. Um, Because what's her name went home. I can't remember her name. Yeah, she's not important. Yeah. Um, So she invites Noah to join them on the night part of the date. He accepts. The guys are pissed about it. I thought that was interesting at the end because the guys realized, oh, if Noah's on this date because he kind of worked his way onto it, he cannot and should not be on another group date. And he shouldn't be eligible to win the group date, Rose. Which he did. Right. And he did win the group date, Rose. Um, Tasha does not like the mustache. She makes him shave it, and that's ultimately why he gets the rose. Yeah. So she kind of tells him, I think you should shave it. He leaves and gets a razor, comes back and interrupts her time with Jordan, and she he lets her shave his mustache. Um, and she likes that enough to give him the group which date rose. Which everybody. Which pisses off everybody. But then people, she tries, she, they're all sitting around and she is trying to get everyone to notice how great he looks without the mustache. She's like, doesn't he look so good <laughs> without his mustache? Brilliant and, editing. And everyone's face is like, no. Yeah. They don't even say it. it's. I mean, that's no got to be edited. Anything. It's got to be edited. But even their, I would imagine their reactions in the moment were probably very, uh, very apathetic to yeah. his mustache. They don't like Noah. He's twenty five. He's kind of, he he strikes me as twenty five. He's kind of a young, yeah. He's just a young guy. And he was a new, he was a new guy on the show. Okay, you're yawning over there. You're I'm so reclined tired. completely. You are yawning. And I want to just quickly rip through some of the other guys. Yep. Okay. So in the rose ceremony, I'm going to read through who got a rose. If you want to stop and say anything about them, you can. And then we'll wrap up. Okay. Okay. Let me just get my notes over here. Really uh, so glad one of us took notes. So we got Brendan with a rose. Thoughts on Brendan. Milford. Milford Brendan. He's our local dude. Yes. I like him. I like him too. He's he just seems nice. I don't we don't know a lot about him yet. No, and my fear for Brendan, I wrote this down, is that he might slip into the friend zone, and I think he also I can I'm worried that he is going to lean into the whole you and I have both been divorced thing and never get past it. Oh, that's yeah. That's I a forgot. fear I have. Yeah, so we do know a little bit about him. We know that they both share that they were married at a younger age yeah. and were and were divorced. We didn't see him a lot this episode. He had the one-on-one last episode and they talked about that. But that's my fear with him. Right. In general. Ivan who got the group date rose from the mandate from the man, grown-ass man. Oh. He's the one who got the he he got the rose there. Ivan, okay. I like him. You like Ivan. I thought you liked... That's... That was a... I know. I forgot about Ivan. I love Ivan. He's the chess player. Mm Mm-hmm. He's the chess player. I also like that they they do seem to have a physical physical connection as well. So, I I don't know. I... Yeah, I like Ivan. I forgot about him because, honestly, we haven't... 
you know, he I, we got to see his preview before he came on with Claire. Then Claire didn't really appreciate him as much. And then he was gone for a little while. And anyway, he's back in focus. Yes, Ivan. I love Ivan. Continue on. Zach C. Uh, I've never really liked him. I told you already. Because he looks like Nick V. I told you already. He reminds me of Nick Vial. Yep. And we all know how I feel about Nick. Yep. I just, is there something in his mouth? I don't, is there something kind of, there's like a product in his hair that he uses? I don't (laughs) know what it is. It's just something about him. I just, um, rubs me the wrong way. Yep. But I will say he did come off more endearing this episode. Yeah, he's he just he strikes me as a little bit more grown up. Yeah, he he's thirty six. I think, like I said, for Brendan, I do think she's going to keep him around because he is a good. He's just a good person to talk to. Yeah, that's his job. Yeah. Um, and so I think he'll be around. I don't think he'll win, I, but I think he's going to be. She's just going to keep him around because she's going to like every time she talks to him, she's going to leave feeling better about what's going on but she doesn't really like him she's just helping he's going to help her go through the process right i agree i i agree with you i also do want to just sidebar comment that i appreciate um Tasha is trying to get to the root like i've noticed with all of the older guys any guy over the age of like 32 she is trying to figure out why they're still single. She's asked everybody. She asks every guy that question. It's oh, not really it's not, not an even. Age. She's so she's even asked the twenty five year olds. Yes, as far as I know, that's been her kind of leading question. Um, Riley didn't see a lot of Riley this episode. Right. I didn't. I don't even recall Riley being on the screen. Yeah, he wasn't really. Kenny, another guy. Kenny Boy Band still here. Didn't see him. I even said when he Real got a rose, I was like, wait, he's still around? Real quiet night for him, I know. Because he was on the last two episodes. He did a have lot. one shining moment when uh, the very first time that Chasen used the word smoke show, it was like, that's my word for Tasha. They cut to Kenny and his face was priceless. It was, he was so appalled. Yeah. And you know what? If you had told me that. Someone in the room used the word smoke show to describe Tasha. You would have thought Kenny would have been one of the guys I would have picked. No, but he was. I know he was disgusted with. Yeah. Uh, Ranger Ben. Oh, Ben. Who got a lot of time? Yeah, Ben from California. Hi, my name is Ben. I didn't get a rose again. He's Eeyore. He's Eeyore. He's a big jawed Eeyore. And to all of our listeners, that's a Winnie the Pooh reference. (laughs) Um. Yeah, that's a good that's a good comp for him. He is definitely very much kind of just his hey, plan poo. backfired at the end of this episode. I think he he thought he was doing well. He's going to be a little bit of a head case next episode. I think that's my yeah. theory because he's going to especially because she be she publicly scolded him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Damar. Yes, I we didn't. I to, to my knowledge, I know that I didn't watch the entire episode, but didn't get a lot of time with him. Nope. We saw him make a joke about going to Arizona State. Yeah, that's right. Great of, joke. Instead of Bennett's Harvard. Calling him out. Yeah. Calling Bennett like, out. I got that question right. And, and also, I went to Arizona State. And as somebody who, like Jamar, went to state school, I very much appreciated that comment. You also appreciated he wrote a, I wasn't, I don't want to call it a poem. It didn't strike me as a poem. He did write But a he wrote like a little poem. note kind yeah. of and read it out loud to, to Tasha. And they had a great kiss yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Bennett, we talked about Spencer. Quiet eh. night for Spencer. 
uh, fashion After, on Spencer needs to be reevaluated. If we could do a whole episode on the He's fashion. wearing khaki pants with like a very large blue shirt buttoned down <laughs> and the brown belt. <laughs> he didn't. He looked like he was graduating from eighth grade. Because he, yeah, right. Prep school. He really did. Yeah, with minus the blue blazer, which was probably just on the just, back of his seat somewhere, and he was going to forget to bring it home with him, <laughs> or he was going to grab someone else's and bring that one home, and there's a whole mess, and his mom's going to be super mad at him. <laughs> That he brought the wrong blazer home. I just don't know what his outfit choice was. Um, okay. Jor- Jordan. Yes, Jordan. Jordan. Mm, remind me who he is. Jordan Square Glasses. Oh, uh, Jordan Square Glasses. So you got to use you got to use the nicknames that I've created. I know. I know. Jordan, Jordan Square, Square glasses. glasses. Another weird fashion choice. Jordan Square Glasses. I actually, at this point in time, I do really like him. I get positive vibes from him. I just am a little. I don't see him and Tasha hitting it off. No, I think he's just kind of there. Right. He's very much there. Um, he strikes me as a character from a 90s sitcom. It's and those square it's glasses. Not, it's, I don't even have a specific character. He just has the look of a person who should be in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Family Matters or... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. He just he. Yeah. He's just got a very old fashioned look. It's it's, it's an old know, soul. Strange. Yeah. Noah, we talked about Dr. Joe, man. He I want more from yeah, I, I want too. more time with Dr. Joe. He just seems like an first of all, he's clearly a very smart person. He's an anesthesiologist. Yeah. He's very funny. Like very funny and, and he, self-deprecating. He's so in a self-deprecating way, which is also the kind of humor that you and I appreciate because that's sort of our style. But he, um, he just seems like a positive person that you would want us, you would want to surround yourself with people like Joe. Yep. And yep. we're not getting. We did get a decent amount of him. We got we got a, we got very little bit compared to some of the other guys. But Jason, Jason and Ed really stole the episode. I, yeah, but if you look at the last two episodes. And we just, the names we ran through, I mean, Brendan got a ton of time last week. Mm-hmm. Riley got a lot of time last week. Kenny's gotten a bunch of time. Ben's got a bunch of time. Bennett's got a bunch of time. Spencer got a bunch of time. Jordan, Damar, and Joe, I would say, of the group left are the ones that you could kind of say we haven't really seen a lot of. Yeah. Um, I also appreciated, Joe, we, we talked about this when it happened. Um. When Tasha was talking to Joe, she, he, he, what did she say? They were eating something and Tasha said, I'm half black, half Mexican. Yeah. She said half African-American, half African-American, half Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. And Joe said, um, I am, he he used a phrase that I'm, I'm not going to use. Of the Asian influence. No, that wasn't it. No, that wasn't it. Korean? It was something else. He's Korean, but he used like a term that I, I can't said remember. Something like influence. Yeah, it was a Korean. I can't remember what it was. It was. It was like it came out like I've used. He just. It was a phrase he's clearly used a million times. And then he pulled out his wallet. He's like, I got a picture, and he had like a thumbnail size picture. It looked like with the bottom thirty people in it. It looked like the bottom portion of a long. You know, when you go to the photo booth. And you have like three pictures. Mm, it was one picture. It was like one picture. Yeah, it was one three. section of a of a photo booth photo. Yeah, and yeah. it was and it was like they jammed thirty people into that photo booth. And he's like, "Look at my tiny family." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, was it was very sweet. Funny. Yeah, um, Blake. 
wilderness Canadian Blake. Oh, we didn't get he, a lot of him. Mm, he was being whiny. Well, he was whiny when Claire left. Right. Mm, I'm kind of like, oh, like I didn't get a good vibe from him when he was whining about when Claire left. I'd rather him just be gone at yeah, this point. I think he's just probably enjoying his vacation. At, yeah, it seems like. And then the last two were Ed and Chasen. And we were both kind of surprised that they both got roses. But Chasen was the ABC rose. And Tasha said, I'm going to formulate my own opinion. Um, oh, no, she did. You're right. She did say that, which is in when she said that, I was like, oh, another reason why I love her. She's just going to try to figure it all out on her own. And maybe Chasen wasn't the ABC rose then. That was always my she did say she's starting to have feelings for Chasen. Yeah, she did. I think she... I didn't I hear her she, say that about Ed. She prefers him over Ed. Um, I... But I think she kind of probably likes Ed's smarts. He's yeah. He's pretty... Like, he can, have, is, he can hold a conversation, and he can talk, and even though he wastes his time talking about Chasen, it feels like he could he could talk to her. I think when Tasha says, I'm going to formulate my own opinions, about... Really, she's just talking about Chasen in that respect. That reads to me as I'm going to ignore the red flags for one more week. Yes, I'm going to give him one more week. I'm going to feel it out. I'm going to see if he has any brain cells or if he's just looks. Yep. And I think if you keep them both around, you can figure out which one of these is the common denominator of nonsense in the house. Because if Ed, and I think next week it looked like Ed is embroiled in in another conflict with somebody else, then Tasha can say, you've been a problem with two other people in the house. You gotta so go. So you gotta go. And if Jason does the same thing, then he's the one who's gotta go. But she kind of kept them both around figuring, I'm, I'm gonna figure out which one is the actual yeah. guy that's the problem. Because I like both of them enough to just keep them around for another week. And but the most out. important thing is that she doesn't like anyone the most yet. Which is great. Already light years ahead of Claire in that regard. She is yeah. just feeling everybody out. She's giving everybody time. She's really taking, she's taking the time to, to ask them questions and figure things out. I love it. Trying to pick out a top three right now is really, exactly. really difficult. That's good. And I'm not going to try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else before we wrap up? No, I have to go to bed. I know you are really, it's you're past you're my dragging. bedtime. Okay. Um, All right, well, enjoy the week, everybody, and we will talk at you next Wednesday. Good Good night. night.